Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. of the WWS Radio Network, episode number 48 of NWO Wolfpack. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. <clears throat> Joining me here tonight, of course, for this uh, action-packed two-hour, two-hour, as we always call it, fun fest. <laughs> yes, sir. Is of course our new is our tag team news duo known simply as King Ice. Of course, first off, the mainstay of the radio network and the CEO of WWS, as well as a 2014 Hall of Famer. The one and the only, the main man himself, King NWO, and GTS, Gerard T. Smith. Of course, his partner is the, is the Iceman. Uh, no, not Dean Malenko. Uh, oh, that would be nice, but nah. That's a, uh, sort of like uh, it tonight, feeling like it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, I'm, of course, I'm all, of course, as always, I'm referring to. Uh, uh, I'm referring to Jared D. Geraldo, of course, from uh, Raw Radio and all of our other shows here in Radio Network, which is also a 2015 Hall, uh, WWS Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, uh, my friend from uh, my good friend from my neck, my other good friend from my neck of the woods, through the home of WWS, of course, Mr. Hulkamania himself, Bob Ziegler, <clears throat> and also on the chat box here tonight, uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, the first, very first 2016 uh, Hall of Famer. <clears throat> I, of course, and also from Raw Radio, the, the human suplex machine, the one and the only, the, you can't get by him at all, at all, the one and the only, John Gross. Gentlemen, welcome, of course, to episode number 48 of the one and the only, always uh, simulated but never duplicated, by the way, episode number 48 of the second installment, Wolfpack. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend. It's a very bittersweet weekend, but it's also a fun weekend for those of you in the sports world, especially in the hockey world. Absolutely. And of course, like I said, there's a lot of sports going to be happening around here on Memorial Day as well, of course. 
Uh, wrestling not too far behind there either. And of course, we're we're definitely all fired up here. Uh, <clears throat> um, we're definitely fired up with a lot of wrestling talk and action here tonight. And we'll definitely get some. And we'll definitely get fired up here in just a few moments. That we'll have a uh, just some real good wrestling discussion, possibly some fantasy matchups. Uh, I don't know, possibly a fantasy bracket or just uh, just some general wrestling talk about some uh, uh, upcoming events, uh, some past pay-per-views, uh, just just some downright wrestling talk like we always do here in the radio network. <clears throat> but, of course, before we do all that, of course, King Ice, of course, Gerard NJD will definitely bring us, as always, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday on Revolution and Wolfpack give us our wrestling news and views of the day. Then, of course, our human, the human surplus machine, John Gross, will definitely bring us our wrestling history and birthdays here for, on this day today. <clears throat> so if you definitely want to join join us and uh, um, and also comment on what Gerard, uh, <clears throat> Gerard, J.D., Bob, and John have to say here tonight, please feel free to give us a call here, 1-724-444-7444, call ID 138-521-POUND. And definitely press that one if you wish to uh, chime, if you wish to chime in and talk to us on, on throwing out anything about in the world of professional wrestling, old, new, what have you. We love to hear what you have to say. Uh, so we, with that with that being said, here, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and dive right on into our show here tonight. We're first off with our wrestling news and views of the day, and of course, getting us started for our news team, King Ice, is the one and the only, the main man here with already a big old, big old frosty mug of, of his favorite brew, by the way. <clears throat> I, I would have to say it's about as tall as he is. I mean, it would have to be. I mean, to put to be with all of us, he would have to have something that big, I would think. It would make sense, I would think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is, of course, the main man himself, sitting in the NWO throne as well, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, man, let's hear what we have going on in the wrestling news and views today. Former Ring of Honor owner Kerry Silken says he's going to show up at a local Ric Flair signing in Bethlehem, PA, at the Sands Casino on July 23rd to collect 41000 He's owed by Ric Flair. Ric Flair will be appearing with Ricky Steamboat and Pers- doing a Q&A that day. Back when Silken stoned ROH, he sued Flair in January 2010 over 40,000 Flair owed the company after failing to meet the requirements for his ROH ambassador role he has been paid for. The lawsuit was dropped in May 2011 when ROH was sold to Sinclair Broadcasting.
Bubba Ray Dudley noted on Twitter that the WWE's new Dudleyville DVD and Blu-ray is already a bestseller. Nice. I have it, too. Where is that? Not on Blu-ray, mind you, but on DVD, and I haven't watched it yet, but I will watch it sometime this weekend. You can bet on that. Hideo Tommy is scheduled to finally return to WWE NXT the next few weeks. He had shoulder surgery 13 months ago, and his recovery has gone much slower than expected. His first surgery did not go so well. Another injury came on the European tour as Summer Ray was hurt, believed to have a concussion, but not confirmed. Summer Ray returned to action this past week, but been out of action since April 23rd. She teamed with Tamina Snuka, Naomi, and Lana, but lost to Eva Marie, Paige, Alicia Fox, and Natty that night. And that's all I got. I tagged JD in. Wrestling Observer Live is reporting that WWE is planning to have dual-brand episodes of Raw just for the two big pay-per-views of the year. The dual-branded Monday shows, however, will be for the night after SummerSlam and the night after WrestleMania. The site is also saying that WWE plans to have double-announced teams at pay-per-views with the Raw and SmackDown announcers calling their own brands matches, similar to how it worked during the original brand extension. Bret Hart was quoted saying, however, WWE recently lost the talent in major town in Cody Rhodes. And as a result, however, we're going to find out what he said here in just a second, uh, as I'm getting that information right now. And before we get to that, just to let you know, a quick update on the hockey game. It is now 1-1 as Tampa Bay has just tied up here in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final midway through the second period there at the Console Energy Center in Pittsburgh. Uh, of course, also tonight we got another... Big game going on between Oklahoma City and Golden State in the NBA basketball. The Golden State Warriors hoping to get back in the series as they are down three games on. Okay, here we go. Bret Hart spoke on Russell's own about Cody Rhodes' departure and then some, and this is what he had to say. On Cody Rhodes' decision to ask for his release from WWE, I think it was clearly a case of being frustrated with the writers. The people that called the shots clearly seemed inclined not to do much with him, however. I feel bad. I don't know all the circumstances of why he left. I shouldn't pretend to. On the loss of Rhodes, however, he was quoted saying, "As far as I go, as far as I go, as a fan of the business, I think they lost a monumental superstar. I talked to a lot of young guys in wrestling. I asked them who they watch and who they study to become better wrestlers. Cody Rhodes, he was a great worker. He threw great punches. He threw great kicks. His stuff looked tight. His moves looked tight. He didn't look choreograph- choreo- choreographed. Excuse me." He was a good wrestler's wrestler. He was a guy who came from a family of wrestling, and he really understood being a wrestler. He and it's two one Pittsburgh. They just got the lead right back. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, his uh, work showed so much promise and so much talent, even maybe more so than Wade Barrett. I think they lost a really great wrestler that they never did anything with. However, when they did, they gave him mostly cartoon storylines. They never utilized him as an actual wrestler. And finally, on Rhodes' talent, this is what Brett had to say. 
He's a guy that had so much potential. When I say you want to know how to throw a punch and execute a punch, you look at Cody Rhodes. You look at so many guys in the business today that can throw punches very good. There's just so much work that so many guys need that are being pushed all the time. Then you look at someone like him and how they use him. How they used him at Mania this year. You wonder why he's discouraged and throws in the towel. It's not that hard. If I was him, you can only fight City Hall for so long. I think they broke his spirit, and it's a shame that they didn't throw him a few more crumbs and give him a bit more of a chance. You look at what they did with Zack Ryder. I don't have any problem with Zack, but they put Zack over at Mania in that ladder match, and it didn't meet anything. It might have been this thing that maybe if they had done a little bit more with Cody, just give him a little bit more of hope, something is coming down the road. Maybe if he had won that match instead of doing the J-O-B or being nothing in the match, I don't blame him for being frustrated, however. As a fan of his, I'm frustrated that they didn't do more with him, however. I hope a little break from the business and a little time off, and he'll get the respect he deserves. Maybe someplace like Japan or somewhere else, some time away from the business, however, might be good for him. He's got a lot of smarts and a lot of potential, and I know he can go a lot of places without wrestling. So there you go. Uh, not bad. Uh, thank you very much, Sir Gerard and JD. Uh, King Ice is your premier WWS news team. Of course, they give you all the news that's fit to print. And of course, as I always say, if it doesn't fit, they will make it fit. <laughs> yes, sir. <clears throat> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely, we definitely cannot leave out the human success machine, John Gross. And of course, he has a wrestling history. His birthday here for tonight. Uh, of course, for today, May 26th. And here we go with some very interesting. Uh, not, not a whole lot here. A whole lot having to do with one or two things. We have a pretty good, uh, a whole lot here to talk about here. So we'll go ahead and uh, go ahead and go ahead and start talking about it. So I'll shut up about one thing. I'll talk about the other. There you go. Twenty-nine years ago today, which we put it at about uh, eighty-seven, I think. Yeah. yeah. How many years ago was it? Twenty-nine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Eighty-seven. Okay. The Rock and Roll Express awarded the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Manny Fernandez and Rick Rude were champions at the time, but left the NWA. Rude, of course, would join the WWF that year, and Fernandez leaving for MSW. Okay. That, oh, I get this. And y'all might find this pretty interesting. That same day, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and former WWF. What's that, J.D.? Oh, Bobby? Okay. That was Bobby. I'm sorry, Jay. That was you, Sorry. That was Bobby. That same day, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and former WWF champion Iron Sheik were arrested in New Jersey on drug possession charges after they were pulled over in the New Jersey Turnpike. The two men who feuded at the time were pulled over after they suspected Duggan was under the influence. After a vehicle and person search, Duggan was charged with possession of marijuana and drinking alcohol. Oh, Lord. Vizieri, of course, who is also known as the Iron Sheik, was charged with possession of cocaine and marijuana. Duggan ultimately got a conditional discharge while Sheik received a year's probation. The two men made it to the house show and worked the event telling WWF management the arrests soon made national news. As WWF found out, Duggan and Sheik's feud ended. Duggan was fired but returned by the end of the year. Sheik returned in early 1988, but he wrestled primarily on the house show before he was released again. Sheik returned in 1991, of course, as, as uh, 
I think it was Colonel Mustafa, not Corporal. It was Colonel Mustafa. Colonel Adnan, I think he was, unless that was well, someone he else. Was, he, was Colonel, he was Colonel Mustafa. That's right. I'm trying to think who was Adnan then. When Sarge was uh, You're thinking heel. General Adnan. Thinking General Adnan, that's it. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, John, that was, that, was, that was Colonel Mustafa, not Corporal. It was Colonel Mustafa. And, of course, until she left again in 1992, Duggan stayed in WWF for, for the remainder of the six years until he left. For, w, for WCW in 1993. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> WWF had In Your House 8 Beware of Dog twice in Florence, South Carolina. The event was noted for a severe thunderstorm knocking power out to the area. And WWF satellite trucks prohibiting home viewers from seeing most of the cars. Power returned in the main event. But those in the arena did get to see the full scheduled card with, with emergency lights being used. As for now, get, get this. As for the home audience, a second version of the event was done two nights later, known affectionately as "Beware of Dog 2. This event re-aired the opening match and main event alongside three new matches from the North Charleston Coliseum in North in North Charleston. 4,000 were in attendance for the sequel in Sunday's main event, which was Shawn Michaels and the British Bulldog fought to a double pin for the WWF title. And in Tuesday's main event, Goldust defeated The Undertaker in a casket match to retain the WWF Intercontinental Championship. This was Undertaker's second casket match loss on that same show Salvia Vega defeated Steve Austin, forcing Ted DiBiase to leave the WWF. On this day, 1997, Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels defeated the British Bulldog and Lane Owen Hart to win the WWF Tag Team titles. This was Shawn Michaels' third Tag Team title reign. Now, this next one, I definitely remember that. I haven't heard about this moment in a long time. In 2008, at this time, Vince McMahon announced on Raw that he would be giving out a million dollars, a million dollars away a week, beginning on the next episode. It would be two episodes later that the money would be given away. McMahon's million-dollar mania. Everyone remembers this. Yes. Last well over a month ago, everyone knows what happened on June 23rd. Yeah, I think that, that's when the stage collapsed on him, wasn't it? Yeah. Mhm. That, that's when it. Yeah, and the thing. I think that was also. The, I think that draft was happening during that time too. I think. I think so. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and what happened, I think he was actually doing the Million Dollar Mania thing, and I think what happened was, uh, 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 and then somehow something went wrong, and, and the thing just collapsed underneath him, and then that big sign that said Million Dollar Mania just fell right on him, I think it was. Yeah, okay. And he and he was out for a while because of that, from what I heard. I think a couple months, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I remember, I remember that big time. I saw a clip of that on YouTube not too long ago. Either. On this date in 2013, three years or not too long ago, the WWE signed Kalisto. He Luke made his shot, debut the next That's right. He made his debut the, the next year and was promoted to the main roster at WrestleMania. It didn't take long for Kalisto to get a good start in WWE uh, in January, becoming a two-time United States champion. Of course, defeating Alberto Del Rio twice for the championship. <clears throat> Also, that same day, at uh, the same time the WWE signed Kalisto, we actually lost somebody, sadly. Uh, Hector Garza died of lung cancer. Ooh. Uh, he, he was only 43 years old. Yeah, he was great. He was, he was good. 
pretty he was in WCW for a time, I remember. Yes, I do. I, and remember, uh, I don't know if anyone remembers a little, little factoid here. I have a video copy of the 97 Royal Rumble. I remember him wrestling in a six-man match involving six guys from um, the... Um, they were in San Antonio for the, that Royal Rumble. and uh, Was it TMLL? I will say it was AAA. Yeah. Uh, Pero Aguayo, Kinect, and Hector Garth teamed up against three other guys. But they wrestled at the at the 97 Royal Rumble. I think it was Taka. One of them was Taka, wasn't it? And no, 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 no. I remember this match. Well, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was Garza, Kinect, and Pero Aguayo. I think he was going to retire not too long after that. Versus what Jerry Estrada was one of them that they wrestled against. T Ranch uh, linebacks mini. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Heavy Metal was another guy. One yep. of them was named Heavy Metal they wrestled against. Yep. And then, uh, oh crap. Uh, blame it. I can't think of who that man I, I, I can't think of it. But it was a six-man tag. But see, also, during the Royal Rumble match itself, they had a lot of those guys wrestling in it, too, including Neil Mascaris. Neil Mascaris. father. I thought that was his uncle. I think it's his father. I, it might be his uncle. I'm not sure. Well, I think it's his uncle. I thought it was because, because Alberto Del Rio and Dutton, I thought I heard it was, it was his uncle. I have to check on that. I'm okay, supposed yeah. to look into that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah but Del Rio and Dutton, I know that, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let's just get back to let me finish this up here. Uh, on the day last year, Sammy Zayn, who's making a pretty good uh, run here right now. Ole, ole, ole. That's right. Underwent soldier, 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 shoulder. Shoulder. <laughs> shoulder surgery. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Shoulder surgery just weeks after his match with John Cena. Of course, I think that was a U.S. Open Challenge match, I think. That was a Montreal, uh, I remember, when that happened. That was a- that was a good match, too. That was a great match. Yes, it was. It was aggravated during his first wall appearance earlier in the month. The surgery would keep Zane sidelined for the remainder of the year. That was a pity. That was yeah, a, it was. That was a great. He, 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 he did a great. He did a great job uh, wrestling. On, that was a great appearance on Raw for him. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes, absolutely excellent. Mm. And one and one and one more birthday here that, one, that John has a report. Who, in his opinion, could have been a great women's champion if she would have stayed on, and I would have to agree. I mean, she she made a good run for it. Um, I think she came close to it. I don't know if she ever did, but today she turns 37. That's how old I am uh, right now. To 2005 Raw Diva Search winner Ashley Mazzara. This Playboy. Dad turns 100 years old. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, no, 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 yeah. Okay, simmer down, boys, simmer down. Boing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, John said that's all he has, and he says, by the way, keep it up, Pittsburgh. And so he's rooting for Pittsburgh, too. So there you well, go. they're trying to, John. They're up 2-1 right now. Murray's been playing well. Now he's got uh, seven stops, and uh, Tampa's guy's got 20. So Pittsburgh's firing up here late in the net, however, as we're late in the second period here. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Thanks for the update there, JD. Of course, and uh, John, thank you very much here for uh, <clears throat> talk, uh, mentioning the uh, 
history of Murkays here for today. And, of course, Gerard, J.D., uh, King Ice, thank you very much for hitting us up here with all the rest of the news and views of the day here today. Oklahoma's making come back. Do what? Oklahoma's coming back. Oh, against oh, Golden State. That's right. They're up 3-1, however. Oh, they're back at the Oracle tonight, however. Excellent. Very good. Very good indeed. Boys lose and they're gone. Yep. Thank you. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call the one three eight five two one pound. You're listening to episode number forty eight of the second installment of the Radio Network NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> um, of course, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. Joining me here tonight is King Ice, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, two thousand fourteen Hall of Famer, the mainstay of the Radio Network, and the COO of WWS. His partner, the Iceman JT Jared Girolamo. Of course, a 2015 Hall of Famer, of course, part of our radio and all of our other shows. With Gerard J.D. are now two-thirds of the team that bring you wrestling debate <clears throat> uh, every um, Wednesday night, May to 9, right on TalkShow.com. And also joins me for our two newer shows, Outside the Ropes, every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 7.30. And also the Power Hour, every Saturday afternoon from 1 till 2 on TalkShow.com. Also joining us is my, my other good friend here, from neck of the woods, the home of WWUS, of course, Mr. Hulkamania himself, Bob Ziegler, and on the chat box here tonight, the first 2016 Hall of Famer from Raw Radio, the human super machine, John Gross. Uh, got a, I wanted to comment on a lot of stuff that, uh, one, uh, that um, specialized stuff that John talked about in history tonight while we have a lot of time here, um, since we have a whole, not all have a whole lot to talk about here tonight. Uh, first off, uh, let me see, what was one thing I wanted to definitely, uh, hmm, he didn't have a whole lot to, well, one thing that got me was, was that, uh, I think, I think, talking about, you know, of course, uh, John talked about in 97 on this date, that Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels defeated uh, the Bulldog and Owen Hart for the tag belts. Uh, now, I remember, uh, I think they were challenged a week prior and all that when Austin and uh, HBK were pretty much at each other's throat. They didn't really want nothing to do with each other, if I'm not mistaken. I think this uh, was HBK's first return because he'd been out for a few months, if you remember, since, the, since February. I think. Right. I believe so. Uh, now, uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. That not too long after Stone Cold and HBK won these belts, that um, Sean didn't. Um, Sean started. Has, I think his back problems really started getting, you know, a little bit worse. Yeah. Um, and I think around what was it? Not too long after that, the Stone Cold had to start looking for another tag partner. I think. Uh, and I think, um, and uh, he stood out there like in the front of uh, uh, under the Titantron, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, because the Hart Foundation, I think, called him out or whatever, and then uh, all of a sudden, all these guys popped up saying that they wanted to be Stone Cold's partner. I mean, all of a sudden, you had so who was it? You had shoot, you had Shamrock, Pillman come out. No, Pillman was with the Hart. Pillman was at the Hart Foundation. Right. No, no, I'm talking, I'm, no, no, I'm oh. talking about Stone, the Hoover B. Stone. The Road Wars. Hawk and Amal and Canadian Stampede, if you remember. 
Yeah, who would help Stone Cold defend the tag belt, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But, yeah, who would be Stone Cold's tag team partner to help him defend the tag belt? Shamrock was one. Was one, yeah. Shamrock was one. Shawn Michaels came back out there, obviously. Yeah. Sid came out there. Yeah. I was surprised he didn't choose Sid. Yeah. I mean, that would have been, ooh, that would have been. That would have been a dangerous duo right there. Yeah, but, but what did they go for? Who did they choose? They went with Dude Love. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, of course, uh, uh, now obviously I'm sure he had to prove himself to that. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it was it kind of reminded me of when Mick Foley, of course, did the did him did him uh, did like the man or himself or as mankind with the rock. Yeah, because because I remember actually I do remember this because that was at the time when he tried to get Austin to wear the tie dye, and Austin of course was like, "No, I'm not doing that at all. I'm not buying into that at all." And he uh, even but, told Mick what he thought of him. Right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. But still, I mean, he uh, still like so, so. Like I said, I mean, at least like I said, dude, love did for a while. Did uh, you know come through and help him? You know, and uh, they they did a pretty decent run with the tag belts until they, of course, they eventually lost them. Yeah. Uh, not over who they lost them to, but I mean, I know. Uh, I think it was. They lose them back to. I got to think who they lost to. I can't remember. It wasn't back to Owen and Bulldog, was it? I don't believe so. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I have to look into that. But i got to try to do my best uh, Mick Foley uh, cat, uh, do love thing. Ow, have mercy. Ow, have mercy. That, you got it better than me. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is a thought, man. That's all I'm <laughs> You had it for me, so you got it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, it was kind of like, it was almost kind of like an oil, oil and water um, and, Mixture. Uh, the job drop up the Patriot was another one that came out. Del Wilkes, yeah. Del Wilkes. Yeah, Del, the Patriot was another one. But the Patriot was also another one that was also, also uh, uh, feuding with the Hart Foundation at the time. I mean, there was a lot of guys that was that was that had that had uh, that had beef with the Hart Foundation. They wanted to, to take a piece piece of them, whatever. And you know, I'm surprised you now that Austin didn't take got take got like. I mean, my obvious choice is, you know, if Shawn Michaels was, was able to, you know, you know, uh, was able, was, was, you know, back up to full speed, you know, that at, at that point in time, even though he had to relinquish the belt, then, you know, that, that would have been great for him and him to, you know, to, to, to stick with Austin and all that, and they, had, and they wouldn't have to worry about the, all this. But, I mean, other guys, I mean, your top three obviously would have been some of those that you mentioned right here. Shamrock would have been one. Sid, Patriot. I mean, those would have been some I great think Taker guys. was one, wasn't he? I didn't see him walk out there. I mean, obviously, well, of course, even though Austin Undertaker later on would hold on to, would get the belts. I think maybe like a year later or so, I think they did. A year or so later, I think they 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 they, uh, they won the tag titles. I think, mm-hmm. even though they were supposed to. Uh, uh, I think Austin like walked away with both of them, and I think eventually, at some point down the road, Austin like, eventually gave Undertaker one of the belts. I'm not sure, but I mean, uh, but yeah, but I think eventually they became they they did hold them together for, even though this was like another one that Austin did not at the time did not, you know, the persona was he didn't like, but I mean, I'm sure he had a little bit of respect for them. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, yeah, because we we've heard that many many times. But uh, my, my 
my personal opinion, I mean, I mean, I think, I think, I think Austin hold, held it for like maybe held the belts for like maybe two held two tag belts for like several weeks before. Uh, he, okay, what the hey he uh, he was also reported he didn't probably trust Undertaker. He might thought he might have been some sort of collusion with uh, Kane and Mankind because of or their connection with Paul Bearer or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Oh, boy, there you go again. I do it. Oh, yes. That's my That's your trademark, yes. That's my trademark. You can do that on one of our Halloween shows. Yeah, we did that last Halloween, actually, didn't we? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But anyway, like I said, but of course, eventually, Stone Cold did trust him. He not only gave him one of the tabs, he also gave him a beer. And that's the symbol of trust yep. right there, I guess, Stone Cold. But then, of course, Kane and Mankind started beating up on Stone Cold, and the Undertaker just popped up and said, you know, okay. then he came out there uh, uh, came out there and started helping out Stone Cold. So there you go. So, I mean, uh, but that didn't last very long either, eventually, because I think around also that time that uh, also the Undertaker was supposed to go, at, go against each other for the big, for the, World title, I think, because Stone Cold mm-hmm. was holding the world title at the time too. I think uh, so. That that really kind of. But what, what I mean, unlikely, you know, tag team champions. You know, we've talked. I don't know if we've talked about a whole lot of those. The most recent one that has come to mind, in my personal opinion, um, Cena and HBK is another. Yes, I think that was back in. That was probably prior to all to, to Cena defending the belt against Sean at a WrestleMania. I don't know which one that was. Uh, Twenty-three, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, they, I think like that, that No Way Out. I think prior to, of course, WrestleMania. Um, I know that it wasn't a tag team title match, but I know for a fact that. It was like WrestleMania opponents versus WrestleMania opponents in a tag team match. I think I think Batista and Undertaker had to team up against Cena and Shawn Michaels, which was kind of interesting. To see. Interesting to see that. I've never seen that concept before of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Who going to wrestle WrestleMania had to had to team up at a pay per view before that. Quite interesting to see that. Uh, I know, I know. And we are two periods in, just to let you know, Bobby, we've got 20 minutes to go, baby. Hopefully we can hang on and get to the final. So the Pens are 20 minutes away from hopefully with the day with San Jose as we head to the third. Ooh, nice. I mean, they, they are out shooting. I mean, last I saw, I think last I saw, it was like 30 to like 10. I mean, they are just absolutely murdering them in shots tonight. My goodness. That's, yes. that's crazy. Yes, it um, is. But um, but I, I don't even think Cena and HBK held. I think it was the World Tag Belts from Raw. I don't think they held those belts for very long. But anyway, um, because I don't think they really got towards WrestleMania. I don't really think they really got along that well. Because I think the animosity just really overcame one of them. I'm not sure who it was, but I think it was. It might, it might have been Shawn Michaels. I don't know. But it was a. Uh, 
it was it was like it was just one that was kind of doomed to fail. So at some point, that wasn't that that now that they'll make you believe it's going to work, but then it just ends up not at all, pretty much. Uh, hmm. See another one. I don't know. Probably would be. The one that I thought I would never see, I mean, I, I remember this in TNA, I'm, um, I'm sure Gerard and J.D. remember this. I remember one time seeing, uh, you know, one member of two from two of the most legendary tag teams of all time teaming up for a match, I think, at a TNA pay-per-view. I thought y'all might know who I'm referring to. I forgot what pay-per-view it was. I forgot what the match was. But if, I remember, if I'm not mistaken, I think I remember correctly. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong on this. But I think Scott Steiner and Road Warrior Animal teamed up one at a, a, a TNA pay per view. Did they? Did they? Yeah, I think it was. I want to say Slammiversary, or at least something in that realm, or Genesis. I can't remember. Gerard, do you remember that? No. Hmm. But I do recall Scott Steiner and Animal actually teaming up with each other. Um, but uh, it was kind of interesting to see that. Um, but of course, um, you know, of course, it's also talking about TNA. The fact that um, what was kind of funny, one interesting moment from TNA, I'll bring it up here right fast as well, the little segue there. If you will, that's what you say. Was that I think it was a TNA pay per view prior to that, prior to this episode of Impact. That I think it was Christian. He was known as Christian Cage. Had lost a match to somebody, and thing is, the stipulation was if he lost the match, he would have to join that. What was that group? The Main Event Mafia. Uh, yeah. And so he lost the match, so he had to join that group. And so what happened was at the end of the night, what happened was uh, they ultimately did not feel that he belonged, so they ended up beating they ended up beating him up. And and what was it, a week or two later, he shows up and he ends up on WWE's version of ECW. I think interrupting uh, something that uh, Jack Swagger, who at the time was holding the ECW title, was talking about. Wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Boy, the studio has gone quiet. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you are. Free beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gar says what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jazz wants to see root beer. Yeah, give, give me, yeah, give me, the, give me the root beer. There you go. And now John, now John says here. Now I brought up that fact about the deal with Christian. He said it was Booker T from the Mafia that beat Christian in the match that made Christian had that that, that had Christian made Christian join the main event Mafia. Okay. 
And what John was saying also, three months after he was beaten up by, by the main event mafia, was when Swagger won the ECW title in January over Matt Hardy, and Christian made his return a month later in February. Okay. Now, I think Swagger and Christian had a good run for for a bit over that title. I think eventually Christian actually won the belt from Swagger. I think yes. So, um, let me see here. I think of something else here. But we brought up a bunch of uh, we twenty-one of five. Up. Holy crap! Sorry about that, Chad. I was just looking at the shots in the second period. We out doubled them twenty-one to five in that second period. Shots. Our own ice man, Jerry Geronimo, doing his impression of Frank from Everybody Loves Frank. I mean, it is. I mean, seriously, they're out controlling 29 to 10 so far tonight. I mean, they started out, it was a close game in the first period, shots 8 to 5, but this second period's been off. This whole second period was all Pittsburgh. I mean, they just, it's their period. I mean, it's their, seems to be their favorite period in this postseason, but uh, like you said, it's still a close game. We've got 20 minutes to go, so keep your fingers crossed. We can uh, take that one last step to Lord Stanley's Cup and hopefully get four more wins and get our fourth cup here and our first one since 2009. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a story to tell you guys. Talk about hockey real quick. Uh, about nine years ago, true story, my brother-in-law's cousin uh, got married around it was around this time, and the groomsmen came in wearing penguin jerseys to the game, hockey jerseys. They got on the local 11 o'clock news that night. This was actually uh, about, I think this was, a, yeah, it was a couple of weeks before the Stanley Cup final took place. And I'll never forget this. I think we were playing the conference, yeah, it was the conference final that weekend. And I think we had a game either the next night, however, the night after, the day after the wedding, or it was that weekend, that night, however, I think everyone was like on their phones, checking on the game, wondering what was going on, and Meanwhile, the Wayans, everyone's having a good time, drinking and eating and everything like that. And so they're keeping on the game. And the local news that night picked up everyone in the wedding party wearing their hockey jerseys. It was the coolest thing you ever want to see in your life. And if I could find that video of a whole of when they were on the local news that night, you guys would absolutely be laughing. It was too funny. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a great time. It was one of the best wins I've been ever to. Wow. Bob, you keep an eye on that Oklahoma City game? Yeah. Okay. Right now. Oklahoma City's starting to rally. Get Durant Westbrook hot in the third quarter. They can keep Curry off the boards, however, they can win this game. Also, Here's something that I also found pretty fascinating here, too. And while J.D., of course, talks about, you know, of course, the hockey playoffs are going on, a real big thing here going on. That's good. You know, we are here talking about, of course, uh, wrestling. Um, I have uh, – I found a list on Wikipedia of of the the now defunct 
championships that WWE had. Uh, I figured I'd go ahead and maybe throw out some out there and let you know what some of the uh, some what about about what happened with some of it. Uh, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and take care of that here. Uh, <clears throat> and there's a there's a few. But before I do that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is uh, yes, this is episode number 48 of NWO Wolfpack here, second installment of the WCBS Radio Network. Uh, gentlemen, uh, please by all means talk among yourselves. Of course, I have to give the old three minute warning. Uh, Gerard, if you could please, sir, give the the infamous uh, Radio Network plug. I will be back in three minutes. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. The ID number is one three eight five two one. Press pound, press one, and you can talk to any of us right now. Well, we know what Bobby's doing for the weekend. Gerard, what do you got planned for the weekend? Uh, probably nothing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What am I doing? Let's see. I'm playing golf Saturday, hopefully this time, and it doesn't rain. Sunday, not too much. I might go to down to my friend's house. He might have a little cookout or something like that, maybe. Monday, of course, we got Raw Radio. And, of course, John Cena's returning. Of course, the Stanley Cup final starts on Monday night, so it's going to be a action-packed night. Like I said, so. Millberry, shut up. I don't want to hear your voice. Sorry, I am not a Mike Millberry fan at all. I cannot stand that guy at all. He rips on the Penguins any chance he can, and Jeremy Roenick's not far behind him. I just want them to just crawl in a hole and just be have dirt all over them. Seriously, I don't need to hear their bad luck here going into the third period. Seriously. Yeah, right now it seems like everyone in Pittsburgh, it's like, if you're not at the game, everyone's at the local bars except for me, and it doesn't matter, I'll be at the bar tomorrow for happy hour, my my, my friend is in from Frisco, so, they're at the game tonight, hopefully they can uh, celebrate as soon as they get out of there in, a couple, in an hour or so, and celebrate with the rest of the city of Pittsburgh, celebrating going to the final again. They said, we're not done yet, though. Not yet. So, we'll see. What? Well, I have a minute. Uh, I'm just going to plug a group. Uh, sure. He's a friend, uh, Stephen Kyle. I yes. Do you remember him? I do remember him. Yes, I do. The Great Wrestling Debate 24-7 is a great group. I think you all should join it. I'm Adam in there with uh, a few people. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I thought I'd give a, just a quick plug there. Yes. And also, if I could give a plug too, uh, don't forget, folks, for our radio this week, 138744, join Gerard and myself, Greg, the Big Diesel, Greg Hammer, John, the Human Suplex Machine Grows, and the rest of our panel. We will be talking about, uh, hopefully, uh, 
everyone has a safe and uh, good uh, holiday weekend. Of course, summer is just beginning, of course. But for us, however, with the way the weather's been, especially the way it was here the last couple of days, it feels like it's already summer hard. It's like in the 80s here. It's supposed to be near 90 by tomorrow. So, but uh, don't forget Raw Radio this week, folks. And, of course, as Chad said, join him, Gerard, and myself on the Power Hour this week. However, unfortunately, the Iceman will not be there, but uh, you can listen to Chad and them recap the week in review, however, mind you, however. So, uh, needless to say, however, we will uh, definitely have your uh, thoughts about that. I believe Chad's returned, I think. I can hear him. And uh, a quick side note also, too, folks, if you are movie fans, how you can check out on Facebook.com the page that Gerard, myself, and the Black Widow Sorry, called Movie Fans Worldwide. We take your movie reviews. You can give any movie reviews you want, however, as well as put up soundtracks, pictures of actors and actresses, trailers of all kinds. And today I got some good ones for you all, including Necessary Roughness and uh, 16 Candles, believe it or not. So, those are uh, some of the movies that we uh, did reviews on today. And, we got other movies that all of us have had a chance to uh done so far. I watched the Minions last night. That was pretty funny. I was gonna say, how was it? I, I wanna the, the you know, I still have the three movies I got, how are the Reverend, The Hateful Eight and Daddy's Home. I'm gonna probably watch one of them eventually this weekend. At some point. I haven't just caught up too much watching wrestling. I ended up watching, what was I fell asleep last night, watching uh, the Goldberg DVD that I have. No, and Chad has too. It's it's a good one. I fell asleep halfway. And the one I felt, got to only through the first disc, and the funny thing is I fell asleep towards the end of it when they showed Goldberg and uh, Nash from uh, Starcade. Well, the Minions is pretty funny, I thought. But I, I'm a, I, I like cartoons. I rather, I like to watch cartoon movies like that, like the kids' movies. Like oh yeah, the, they're good. I mean, I mean, Pixar, not, or Pixar or Disney yes. or whatever. King Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna be doing another one soon. Actually, believe it or not, however. What Minion? I believe so. I thought I heard oh, someone. I, I would say. Uh, I imagine that's a cash uh, cash flow for them. Oh, God, yeah. That and... I mean, Pixar's supposed to come out with some good uh, ones again before the end of the year. I think they're doing some more, however, I think. I don't know when their next one's coming out. I mean, like, the animated one's coming out, but, I mean, like I said, this week's... Finding, week, finding Dory's coming out, isn't it? Something? Yeah, in about three weeks. Yeah, Dory will be out, yeah. I forgot about that, yep. 
And then this week, you got the X-Men movie coming out. you got Alice in Wonderland due out this weekend. That should be a big hit at the box office this weekend. There's really some good ones there. Well, I get back to the game already. Jeez, enough of these damn commercials. I don't know if Johnny Depp wants to make any more money right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he already said he's doing Pirates of the Caribbean 5. I mean, he's already starting to film Pirates of the Caribbean 5 already, I heard, though. But, yeah, uh, but I say his uh, Amber Heard or whatever is going to yeah. take him to the cleaners. They had no prenup. He made $400 million or something. Damn. That's all I can He's going to take him to the cleaners. No <laughs> prenup. What are you thinking, Johnny? Yes. Oh, this is cool. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger and his wife had their baby tonight. Congratulations to them. Very cool. Uh, Bodie was born, weighed at 7 pounds, 7 ounces, 21 inches long. So Ben, Ashley, Ben Jr., Bailey, and the newest addition, Bodie, all bees in the family apparently except for Ashley. Congratulations, guys, from the Steeler Nation and from Steeler fans everywhere. I think a lot of people. Do you still I mean, play for the Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah. He, he's he's going to be around for a few more years, however, I think. However, if his body holds up, I think he can win another ring this year maybe. I think I just heard Chad, too. Chad, was that you? No, it was Little Chicken Little. <laughs> no, it's just telling yeah, Gerard about Roethlisberger just became a dad again this morning. That's what? Became a father again. Uh, his uh, He had a baby boy this morning. Seven pounds, seven ounces, 21 inches long, him and his wife. They have uh, two boys already, uh, Ben Jr. Bailey, and I guess uh, they had another boy, Bodie, earlier it today. Roethlisberger. Oh, the Steelers, so congratulations. Oh, oh, Big Ben. Big Ben with another family member. Congratulations. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, Thank you, uh, Gerard, for taking care of the plug. And uh, J.D. and Bobby, thank you very much for uh, handling things here for me while I was uh, at step away there for that three-minute warning. Remember, guys, I'm not Rosie. I'm not Jamal. I'm Rico. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think Tom Brady's been suspended four games, too, I think. What is it? Tom Brady. I think he was suspended four games this year. Yeah, I think the suspension has been upheld, and he will serve the four. Plus, I think the Ravens are in a little bit of trouble, I think, with the OT. I think they're going to be fine. Not that much, however, but they are in some hot water with the league right now. Are you talking about for that? Are you talking for the thing that he was supposed to serve it for in the first place? Yes, he's going to serve it this year. The four games he'll start out. The four games. Oh, here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Don't don't get started. Don't. Sorry, JD. What did I what did I tell you? I'm not going to bring up Brady. I'm I'm still glued to the hockey game. We almost saw a hat trick here. (laughs) Bobby, don't bring it up. Don't bring up the word Brady in front of Chad. That's a bad omen. That's a bad omen you're doing. Yeah, yeah, Gerard. Remember, I gave him I gave him permission one time. I have not told him to do it again. Am I right about that? That's right. So don't bring that up. That's a bad idea, Bobby. Because the one night I brought it up, oh, it was ugly. It was very ugly. Let me yeah, tell you, Bobby. It happened on an episode of Wolfpack a while a while back. I'll try to pull that up and find it sometime. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, these guys plus J Mail can tell you that. So there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Let's, 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 uh, I found this pretty fast. I'm just now reading this list of the of now defunct championships, wrestling championships. 
you might find some of the reasons why pretty fascinating here. Uh, <clears throat> first off here, uh, the WWF United States Tag Team Championship. Mm. It came into existence in 1958. The final, the, the first champion, excuse me, was Don Curtis and Mark Lewin. They retired, was retired on July 29, 1967. The final champions were Spiros Arion and Bruno San Martino. Mm. It was active nine years. But it was not. It was retired without a formal announcement. There's no reason given. In other words, okay. The WWF United States Championship. So, so the WWF before it became the WWE later on originally had a U.S. belt. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. So they so they came to existence in 1963. Pedro Morales was the first champion. It was retired in February of 1976. Bubba Brazil was the final person to hold it. It was, it was active 13 years. Again, this one was retired without a formal announcement. The WWF North American Heavyweight Championship, it came into existence in March of 1979. The first champion, believe it or not, here, this, we didn't know this man... Uh, this, believe it or not, the tag team belt was not the first belt this man held, apparently. The first WWF North American heavyweight champion was Ted DiBiase. Hmm. Could be, I'm sure it's the same million-dollar man. I'm sure it is. Um, but it was retired. It was only active not even three years. It was, reti- it was retired on March 20th, 1981. The final champion was Seiji Sakaguchi. <laughs> this one was another one that was retired without a formal announcement. And here's another one that was retired without a formal announcement. This one was big. Now listen to this. The WWF International Heavyweight Championship, which, of course, we have a we have that in WCWS, guys. International, don't we? I think we do. Yeah, we do. I'll have to look, yeah, look at it and see. I think we do. This belt entered in entered into existence in 1959. The first champion was Antonio Roca. How do you pronounce that? Roca. Roca, yeah. It was retired on July 23rd, 1984. So, it, so right after Hulkamania was... So after months after Hulkamania was born, it was still being used. Okay. The final champion was Akira Maeda. M-A-E-D-A. That's why I could pronounce it. Uh, so it was active 25 years. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, now, here we go. Here, here's some interesting stuff. The WWF Junior Heavyweight Championship was entered in in 1967. The first champion was Johnny DeFazio. De yeah, I think that's right. Jump with John DeFazio. I know. So you know who I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, he's from, he's from Pittsburgh. Yep. So, okay, oh, okay, there you go. And this is kind of funny, guys. It was retired on Halloween in 1985. And the final champion was the Cobra. Hmm. The title, and they get this, the title was retired after New Japan Pro Wrestling and the WWF ended their partnership. And here was another one that was retired after that same partnership was ended. Oh, by the way, the junior heavyweight title was was active 18 years, by the way. Good run for that. 
the international WWF International Tag Team Titles. It entered into existence in June 1969. The Rising Suns, Tor Tanaka and Mitsu A-R-A-K-W-A. I cannot pronounce this name. Arakawa, that's the best way I can pronounce it, were known as the Rising Suns. They were the first tag team to hold this, these belts. These belts were also retired on Halloween in 1985. The final champions were Tatsumi Fujiyami and Kingo Kimura. Hmm. And of course, like I said, it was retired after New Japan and the WF ended their partnership. Okay, I already said that. Uh, oh, okay, this one, I, I heard a little bit about this one. This is pretty interesting. The WWF, WWF Canadian Championship. I don't want to do one of these. I'm thinking about doing one like this. I'm not sure. For the heck of it, I'm not sure. This actually, this belt was brought into existence on August 18, 1985. Their only champion, <laughs> the only champion, it was it was the first and only champion it ever had was Dino Bravo. Huh. It was retired in January 20 on January 22nd in 1986. Bravo was the only champion as a result of the WWF abandoning the belt without a formal announcement. Is the official thing. Okay. Talking about Bravo, why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? He needs to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I know what happened down. with his life, and he had some little underhanded stuff at the end. But I mean, considering, I mean, he wasn't a big name guy, but still, I mean, in the, I think it was in the seventies in the NWA and the Mid Atlantic and Georgia Championship Wrestling and all that such. I think he was pretty big down there. I mean, he should be. Yeah, I think I think there's, there's a lot. There's still a lot of guys out there that are well deserved that are not in there yet. So there's still a whole lot of way to go as soon as, and I'm sure that the fans will make will make it known that somewhere down the road here. Uh, here's one, another good one here: the, the WWF Women's Tag Team Titles. They had a Women's Tag Team belt. Why they don't have still have it now? I don't know why. This would be great to have now. Can I guess who the champs were? You got a lot of women teamed up with each other now. Why they don't bring this back? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, this was, this was introduced in 1983. The first champions was Velvet McIntyre and Princess Victoria. Hmm. The belts the belts didn't even last six years. They retired them in 1989. The final champions were Lelaney Kai and Judy Martin. I said Judy Martin was one of them. Yep. The Glamour Girls. Yes. yes. This belt was, of course, the reason given was it was abandoned by the WWF without an announcement officially given. Okay. Okay. Oh, here's another good one. The WWF World Martial Arts Heavyweight Championship. I remember this talking about this. This belt was introduced on December 18, 1978. I was about. Let me see. I'll see. Hmm. I, I was a little over five months old when this belt came out. I was still a baby when this belt came out. The first champion was Antonio Inoki, believe it or not. This belt lasted not uh, not even 11 years. It, it was retired in 1989. Believe it or not, kind of interesting here, guys. The last person that had the last person that held that belt before it was retired was the Great Muda. Huh. Interesting. And, of course, after New Japan and the WF ended their partnership is when this belt ended. 
this these are gonna give me some more ideas for some more titles, trivia titles got titles guys. Yeah, so there's a lot of good ones here. You might be seeing some more of these. I don't know, so you have to think about it here. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about it. I don't know, but we'll talk about it here about that later. Talk about that later. The WWF Intercontinental Tag Team Titles. I'm not kidding. Let me read that one more time. The WWF Intercontinental Tag Team Championship. Can you imagine that those two together at all? Crazy. And apparently, the WWF did not didn't really because these belts were introduced in July of 1991, and they didn't even last. The whole year, they were actually retired the same year. <laughs> hmm. The first, the first and only champions was Pero Aguayo and Grand Hamada. <laughs> well, Grand Hamada was also in the very first ECW round with Yakashiji and uh, man, that that was a hard name to say. <laughs> I'm glad I said that right. And uh, his partner, uh, Grand Suzuki, Grand Suzuki against. Uh, the BWO very first ECW is barely legal. Yeah, you're making me hungry, JD. Stop that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Aguayo and Hamada were the only champions as a result of the WWF retiring the belt without a formal announcement. Again, a lot of these belts, unbelievable. Number 11 here, and there's still a few more here, guys. You might find this pretty darn interesting. The WCW Tag Team Titles. Okay. These belts were introduced March 23rd, 2001. Uh, I think this was I think this was WWF during the invasion process took place. I think this is what they were talking about. Because the the ones that was holding the belts going into this was Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo, if I'm not mistaken. They were retired on November 18th of that year when the last champions was the Dudley Boys. And, of course, it was retired after they were unified with the WWF tag team titles. Yes, I remember that. Yes, indeed. Uh, the, the, the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. I remember this belt quite well. I do, too. Cherry uh, Lynn was uh, a holder of one. Malenko. Crash. Yes. Uh, not not all uh, uh S.A. Rios, I think, held it one time. You're the one of the Hardys who hold this belt. Uh, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm, I'm thinking Jeff did. I'm not sure. I thought one of the Hardys did, but I'm not sure. Anyway, this belt was introduced on December 7th, 1997. The first champion was Takamishinoku. I remember this. Yes. He was retired on November 30th, 2001. The last champion was X-Pac. So it lasted a good four. It lasted a good four years. Uh, it was replaced with the WCW Cruiserweight title without a formal announcement. Huh. Okay. Um, the WCW Championship itself. It was brought in, of course, on March 23rd, 2001. Of course, you may remember Booker T brought in the title after, I think he won it from Steiner at the final Nitro. Is that right? I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, he lost that belt on December 9th, 2001. No, I'm sorry. He, it was retired on December 9th, 2001. The last person to hold that belt was Chris Jericho. Yes. Uh, so, so, so it didn't last, like I said, no more than a year. It was retired after it was unified with the WWF title itself. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. 
the European, the WWE, the, the WWF European title. Um, of course, I remember this belt quite well. Yep. It was introduced on February 26, 1997. Of course, the first champion, of course, we all remember was the late British Bulldog, David Boy Smith. Won it in, um, was it Germany? He won that belt up, I think it was. Yeah, I think. I think it was over on Hart, too, I think, if I'm saying. Uh, that belt officially was retired on July 22, 2002. The last champion was Rod Van Dam. And that belt was around for five years. Uh, of course, it was, believe it or not, this belt was unified with the Intercontinental belt. Which I had no idea about that either. Which one? The European belt. Oh, who was the last it was one? Unified, it was unified with the Intercontinental belt. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, next one here is the hardcore belt, WWE, the WWF hardcore belt. Of course, of course, there wasn't that much of a belt. I would anyway, it was mostly a strap anyway. Uh, but, yeah, uh, of course, it debuted on November 2nd, 1998. Of course, remember, I think Vince McMahon gave that belt to mankind. I think it was, that's when that happened. Yes? Yes. Uh, of course, that belt lasted for four years. Uh, of course, it was retired on August 26, 2002. And RVD was the last one to hold that belt, too. It lasted for four years. And believe it or not, this belt was also unified with the Intercontinental title. Huh. I didn't... Huh. Okay. Uh, okay. The, 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 the WWE's version of the Cruiserweight title. It was introduced on March 23, 2001. The first champion was Shane Helms, of course, you remember the Hurricane, Gregory Helms, we all know who he was. It was officially retired on March 4, 2008. Believe it or not, the last champion was Hornswoggle. Uh-huh. Not, no kidding, it was Hornswoggle. Of course, it lasted a good seven years. It was retired without a formal announcement by WWE. The next belt is the ECW belt. It was introduced on. Uh, this is the. Uh, this is the. This this is this is not the original belt, guys. This is this is the. This is the. Uh, this is the. The supposed newer version. Okay, so don't so don't so don't get that. Um, so don't get that confused. Okay, let's don't put it out there. This belt uh, was introduced on June thirteenth, two thousand six, uh, by. Um, First champion was Rob Van Dam, and of course, this is because we did this as a trivia question a couple times. It was retired on February sixteenth, two thousand and ten. The last champion was Ezekiel Jackson. The title was re- retired in the final episode of ECW with the closure of WWE's ECW brand. Yes, I remember that. Okay, number eighteen, the World Tag Team Titles. Uh, <clears throat> this belt was first introduced on June 3rd, 1971. First champions was the team of Luke Graham and Tarzan Tyler. Hmm. I like that name. <laughs> Tarzan Tyler. Double Tarzan T. Tarzan you, know you know who this is? I've heard of the name, but if I saw the face, I would know. The World Tag Team Titles officially was retired on August 16th, 2010. The last ones that held the belts was the Hart Dynasty. David Hart Smith and Tyson Kidd. 
and so that belt was that belt was in existence for 39 years. The title was retired in favor of the WWE Tag Team Championship in April 2010, following a year or two, a year of the two titles being defended together under the umbrella title of Unified WWE Tag Team Championship. Okay, so that's how that happened. Oh, I got to tell you something pretty funny, guys. I'm looking at this picture someone put up right now. It says, SmackDown will be live on Tuesdays from July 18th. There's a picture of Stephanie and Shane at the bottom. So Dixie crying. It says, the sad moment you realize TNA is also on Tuesdays. <laughs> so funny. It's like uh, when the Steelers won against the Bengals in the AFC uh, first round of the playoff games and they had that Bengal fan crying. It's now that Dixie's playing the Bengal fan in this case. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, we got three more. We have, we have four more here, guys. Y'all might find pretty interesting here. The next one here is uh, the, w- the WWE Women's Championship. Not the one now, this the last one. So keep that in mind. Yeah, you would definitely find this interesting, J.D. This belt was first introduced on September 18, 1956. Hmm. The fabulous Moolah, the very first champion. It was, now get this. <laughs> this is very fascinating. I found this after reading this. This belt was retired a day after its anniversary in 2010. On September 19th, 2010, and the last person to officially hold the women's belt was Layla. Huh. So that belt, the original women's belt was in existence for 54 years. Damn. The title was retired in February of the WWE Divas Championship after the unification of both belts on September 19, 2010. Okay. The next one here, of course, I remember this was not a sanctioned belt, but everyone remembers this anyway. The Million Dollar Championship. Oh, boy, do I remember this. <laughs> of course, it was introduced on February 15, 1989, by the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, the original Ted DiBiase, we should say. And, of course, it was retired on November November 15, 2010, by his son, Ted DiBiase Jr. Ted DiBiase, of course, was in existence for... Uh, well, it says here eight years, but I mean, but of course, you know, it was never. I'm just going to read what the what what, what the explanation here is. Ted DiBiase Sr. created the belt, although it was a never officially sanctioned by the WWF slash WWE. Ted DiBiase Jr. abandoned the belt after it was stolen by Goldust on October 4th and Oksana on November the 8th. The title was returned to the Million Dollar Man and retired without a formal announcement. There you go. I remember, I remember seeing something about that about that belt being being uh, moving all over the place. Two more here, guys. Pretty interesting here. The next one is the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, it was first introduced on September twenty September second, excuse me, two thousand and two. The, the and the first champion there was Triple H. And it was officially retired on December 16, 2013, with the last champ- recognized champion, Randy Orton. Uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> of course, had a good 11-year run. It was unified with the WWE title at the TLC pay-per-view. I do remember this, yes. And this is the most recent one here, guys. Everyone does remember this. The Divas Championship, the very last one here. It was first introduced on July 20th, 2008, 
first recognized Divas champion was Michelle McCool. It was officially retired, of course, on April the 3rd of this year, the last person being Charlotte. Of course, as you can hear on the WrestleMania 32 pre-show, former WWE Diva and WWE Hall of Famer Lita announced a triple threat match with Charlotte. Thank you, Vince. Sasha Banks was going to be for the new WWE Women's Championship and the Divas Championship would be retired. But there you go. Uh, Out of all these belts that I have, that of course I have listed, um, and Gerard, let me... Let me ask you this, ask your opinion on this, sir, first, sir. Now, out of all these belts here, is there any particular ones you wish WWE might, you wish WWE would bring back? I'd say uh, the toss-up between the European and the Cruiserweight title. Okay, okay. Uh, JD, your thoughts on any? I'll have all these belts that I mentioned here, some from some of the older ones to maybe some of the most recent ones that they have gotten rid of. Your thoughts on any of them that you wish they would bring back? Hardcore would be one, I think, and then European would be pretty good too, I think, and then Cruiserweight, I would say number three. Those are the three I'm looking at. Okay, uh, Bobby, did you have a thought and opinion about that too? Um, not really. Okay. Um, guys, we have another visitor, another guest. Uh, uh, of course, one of our uh, newest men here in the uh, on the radio network team here. Uh, <clears throat> it is, uh, of course, uh, one of those that joins uh, uh, J- uh, JD and John here and Gerard on uh, Raw Radio every Monday afternoon uh, from three to five on occasion. It is the one and only Lowdown himself, Kendrick Smith. Kendrick, welcome. Back here, bud, to uh, number 48 here on the second installment, Wolfpack. What's up, Kenny? What's up, man? Hey, guys. Uh, we're just having, uh, just uh, just chewing the fat here on a, on a couple little things. I just got through reading a list of the now uh, retired, retired, defunct championship that the WWE no longer uses, uh, like 22 of them. If you count the deepest belt that was just recently retired at WrestleMania, uh, of course, some of those belts, um, I won't go through them all again, but I'll, I'll just throw out a, a handful. Of course, some of the ones that we're talking about, like the Cruiserweight belt, Hardcore belt, European belt, uh, Light Heavyweight belt. Um, let me see, what else What else was it I said? Um, cruiserweight. Well, I said Cruiserweight. That's right. Um, any particular ones there, uh, Kendrick, in your mind, you wish maybe the WWE might we're going to consider bringing back? Uh, definitely. I'm sorry, go ahead. That, I mean, that, 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 you know, you wish they probably never got rid of, you wish they would possibly, possibly you know. Uh, I, possibly would say, I would say the Cruiserweight and the Hardcore, man, I think they brought up a, they, you know, it didn't make the face of the WWE be just one guy and you know, so now they've got that one guy getting injured all the time. So I think they just, just like, they should even try to split up the, you know, the WWE Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship again, ship again and bring back SmackDown versus Raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I mean, well, I was reading to, to the guys here a minute ago that it was kind of interesting that 
what I found was that instead of their course, a lot of uh, a lot of these belts was unified with other active that belts are selected now. What one I found pretty interesting was that we mentioned, of course, our guys who mentioned some of the European belts, the European belt and the hardcore belt. That uh, one thing I found interesting was, was that both these belts was unified with the Intercontinental belt, which was quite fascinating. Um, and of course, uh, of course, they talk about, like I said, the uh, uh, the the uh, ECW title, but the, of course, not the original ECW. They talk about the what we refer to here as the watered down version of ECW. <laughs> uh, of course, um, and of course, uh, of course, they, they mentioned a, a lot of these belts are mentioned. Of course, I actually saw a special about the WWE had not too long ago about about talking about these a lot of these defunct belts. About one of them that they actually had called the they had one called the Canadian Championship, in which only one man held the belt. And luckily, like I said, the belt didn't even last a whole year. And the one person that had the belt was the late Dino Bravo. Um, and it didn't really last that long either. Take off. Uh, Take off. Sorry. Uh, and, and, and what that is, KD is keeping up with the hockey playoffs. So. Yes, <laughs> Pittsburgh's up 2 1 with six minutes to go. So he's all fired up about that. But that's okay. I mean, that, that's fine. Um, but uh, I know that uh, in addition to those two, I think I'm not mistaken, guys, talking about the talking about the European and hardcore belt being, you know, unified with the intercontinental belt. Intercontinental belt wasn't a WCW belt unified with it too. I think I, I think one of the one. WCW's U.S. belt unified with the Intercontinental belt? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Wow, tough crowd, man. Sorry, <laughs> I think everyone's just... right. I'm, I'm just in trance right now. Five minutes to go. I can't keep my eyes off the game and while I'm doing the show. Team, I got the game on, but I'm too nervous right now. It's still a one-goal game with five minutes to go. Oh! I think Bobby. That's a penalty. Up. Yep. Bobby, call Bobby, Bobby, you came up with basketball as well. Is that it? Yeah, 72 76. Boom. Jones Bay. Come on, OK City. You can rally. Oh, OK. So, um, I, mean, I was also talking to uh, the guys earlier, Kendrick. I want to get your take about this as, as well. John mentioned in our history tonight uh, that. Um, I would say in 97, uh, Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels had won the tag belts from the late Owen Hart and the late British Bulldog. Of course, during that time, you know, they were in the, of course, both were in a feud with the Hart Foundation. And we were talking about, you know, unlikely tag teams that actually made, that actually held the tag titles. And one thing that, one that a couple of them that I found pretty fat, interesting, I'll bring a couple of these to teach your thoughts and opinions about it. Uh, you know, for example, for example, most recent memory was leading up towards WrestleMania 23 and 07 when Cena and Shawn Michaels, for a short period of time, actually held the tag team gold. Uh, even even no way out before WrestleMania 23, 
they actually were involved in a big tag match against the two opponents from, um, I think at the time, SmackDown, which was Batista and The Undertaker. I mean, um, now I know that reigned the real last time. What was your take on, um, you know, Cena and Shawn Michaels, though, as a short-lived tag team? I think that, like, I mean, WWE is known for, like, randomly throwing people together and making them take the belt. But, like, you would think that since you got so much, like, two great athletes on the same team, you think that they would be amazing. But, like, you got to take into consideration chemistry, how long they been together, and, who tra- you know, uh, how they train and all that stuff. So, I mean, like, but WWE is known for throwing them together and seeing how their crowd reacts to it. Because I know at one point they had uh, Batista and Rey Mysterio. If I'm not mistaken, I think they won the tag title. I could be wrong, yeah. but they were they were tag partners and like, and they were big stars at the time. So I mean, WWE is known for doing that, but like, they usually don't last long. So I mean, it's complicated. Right, right. Well, also, also, when I brought the deal about Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels winning the tag belts, one thing that I did bring up though also was not too long after that, Shawn Michaels I think had gotten injured, and Stone Cold was trying to find another tag partner to help him. Uh, Defend the tag belts and the Sam Begin against the Hart Foundation. And all of a sudden, here comes Ken Shamrock coming out, standing beside Austin. Uh, the Patriot, Dale Wilkes, comes out, stands beside him. Uh, Psycho Sid comes out there and even does the same thing. Uh, even Shawn Michaels even comes back out there and even says he, he even comes out there and uh, does the same thing. Now, all these guys had at the time. A legitimate beef with the Hart Foundation at the time, but eventually, I think I think it ended up being uh, Dude Love, you know, Mick Foley. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I know that that and and I don't know, uh, like I said, how long that that lasted. Their tag title reign lasted, but I mean, I also kind of compared that to when Mick Foley did the thing with Mankind with the Rock, with the Rock connection and all that stuff. So, I mean, do you see any similarities there? With Mick Foley's partnership with Stone Cold in the Dude Love form, as as the other persona that he did whenever he did it with The Rock, I mean, do you see any kind of similarities there in your personal opinion? Well, yes and no. Yes, as far as like superstardom goes, but like I'd say no is because like when it comes to The Rock and you know uh, Mick Foley, you think of when you think of Mick Foley, you think of hardcore. When you think of The Rock, you think of entertaining and um, and a good, te- he's, believe it or not, Rock, a pretty good technical wrestler. But when it comes down to Stone Cold and Mick Foley, uh, Stone Cold's a straight up brawler, and Mick Foley, like I said, hardcore. I think that brawler and hardcore go together better than hardcore and technical wrestlers. So, I mean, yes and no. Can you, right, let me okay. ask you something. Uh, sorry, Chad. Uh, what was your take about Seth Rollins returning Sunday at the pay per view and the upcoming match now between Seth and Roman at Money in the Bank in Vegas? You know what? I think that. He, could, he couldn't expect a better time, however. Any time the crowd thinks they, or any time the fans, I'm sorry, believe that they have a, a take on the, what they think the WWE's going to do as far as like a path watch, because there was rumors going around that they were going to do the Shield versus the Club, and WWE pretty much says, nope, screw you, we're doing it this way. And they, and one episode of Monday Night Raw, they pretty much crushed all those rumors that are happening. So I think he came back at a great time. However, they, the WWE had to do the whole, Hey, WWE Universe, we're listening to you, but we're not listening to you at the same time, so. Right, right. Uh, but like I said, this, this, this you know, 
you know, this is this might be sort of kind of a you know a lead-in kind of experiment sort of thing. You know, I mean, maybe somewhere down the road they're probably still considering you know maybe kind of reuniting the shield. But I mean, but this is probably going to be a long time coming because I'm sure they want to probably at least get this out of the way because. Hey, I- because you keep in mind, I mean, what Seth said on Raw. I mean, Seth said, "Well, hey, I, hey, I never lost the belt because I mean, he injured his knee. Right. You know, while he was overseas, right? I mean, so yeah, he's off seven it, months. It, and... He wants to get all this out of the way first. I mean, but I mean, the, the, the thing about it is, and I bought, and and Bobby, him was talking. Bobby and I were talking about this earlier today. Uh, while we were just doing some general wrestling talking, he brought up something about Seth Rollins, which I thought was very, very good discussion here, you know, I, and I simply, I simply said, you know, I think they were just saying, I think the, I think the universe went nuts to see Rollins again, but I don't think it was because, I don't know if it was because of his attitude or not, and I don't know if y'all would agree with me on this, but it's just my take on this, and I mean, Bobby called me on this, and you can ask him, because he was with me today, of course, that, you know, I don't know if it was that, I think it's because like I said, he's just one, he's just that that blame bit of a wrestler. I mean, I mean, I mean, like I said, he he did impress me one hundred percent a great deal. Don't get me wrong, all pretty much all last year. I mean, the man is an impressive superstar. Like I said about Kevin Owens right now. I mean, Seth Rollins is in fact one of the best out there right now. Yes, and that's why I said yes. It was a blame shame that he got injured like he did, and he had to be out for this long. When you have your great talent out like this, that's when you're going to start losing. A whole lot of interest. I mean, keep in mind, I mean, for a while, that we've had three of your best superstars out for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, of course, we know we got. I'm sorry, we know we got. I mean, of course, you got. Now you got Rollins back. Cena coming back next Monday. We'll know when Orton's coming back. I mean, that's possibly going to be soon. You know what? So, I think they're out with Randy Orton, though. I don't think that they have anything planned for him. I think that you know, like the man. You know, I remember back when it was Johnson who was the man, it was Triple H who was the man, and Randy Orton was the man all same era. But now it's just, yeah, I got it. Johnson has stepped down. He's not in the title picture anymore and all that stuff. But still, like, he's still doing the same stuff he did in the past. Oh, Cena's supposed to be out for nine months. Wait, nope, Cena comes back in five. No, Cena's 44.2 to go, guys. 44.2. What's the score? Two to one still, and Tampa just pulled their goalie. Uh-oh. So it's getting interesting here in the last 44 seconds. Pittsburgh's 44 seconds away from getting to the final. Let me ask Gerard this question because I think Gerard is a diehard. He has made this statement, made this, he has stated this fact big time here on our shows. And of course, he has said this several times since. Rollins reappeared Sunday night. Gerard, let me point this right at you, sir. With uh, with that, you know, uh, Seth Rollins' return on Raw Monday night, you know the, the big pop he got, okay? Despite the fact that, that, that you know, uh, I mean, what was, in your opinion, and just your opinion, why do you, why do you think the the, the 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 WWE universe now gave him that huge pop now when they did not give it to him months ago? Your opinion, please. 
Payne. <laughs> I want to hear Gerard's opinion on this. I, 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 I got to hear this. Well, they gave him the pop because he was away like they always do. They always give the wrestler a pop. And uh, I thought uh, Rollins' speech was right on. He blasted them for saying uh, they cheered him when he came back, and they thought, you know, they thought they were going to cheer him, and uh, he said, no, don't cheer me, because he didn't cheer me before when he won the title, when he stabbed the shield in the back, so why cheer him now? 30 seconds. So, uh... Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you pretty much okay. So, just 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 to reiterate, you're you're just letting us know that the overall reason why they did that was because he was away for so long. That was the only reason why they gave him that big pop like they did Monday night. Yeah. Right. It wasn't because it wasn't because you know you know of his and attitude was because. And because they thought he was going to come back face because of all the rumors that he was coming back face. Right. But apparently he blew that out of the water. He just pretty much bombed it. So that was... Because he didn't say that like Batista did one time. Batista told him, said, I don't need you to cheer me either. I mean, all that. I mean, I came back. I'm back here to do with it. I don't need you to cheer me. You did the same thing, right? I mean, that was pretty much the same mentality. Yeah. So. Well, it's those bandwagon jumpers, and uh, they're, uh, it makes me sick because, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm a big heel fan, and there's a lot of people that hate the heels. Then when they turn face, they're like, "Oh, they're my favorite wrestlers!" Like you, you hated him like a week ago when he was heel, but now he jumped face and you love him. And he's your favorite, and it's like, I, I hate that. right? I'm sorry, Gerard. Ann was popping on here. Sorry about that. Um. But uh, but but like I said, it was just pretty much because he had been gone for a very. Bobby, long. we're going to the final game that was set match. The Penguins will play the Sharks in the final. I think. Wait a minute. They're waving it off. Hold on. It was an empty net. I don't know if they're going to wave it off though. Hold on. There's, if they don't, they're going to have five seconds left then. But if they give it a good goal, it's going to be it. The Pens are on their way back to the championship of the final. <clears throat> but but just to reiterate, Gerard, that was because he's just been out for so long. That was pretty much the only reason. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your great – I knew that, like I said, if anyone had a – a very valid opinion about that. That would be you, sir. Thank you very much for bringing that up. Uh, the lowdown Kendrick Smith had to leave us here tonight, but thank you very much, Kendrick, for, for popping on. Please return it. Please return it whenever you can. Uh, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, is uh, joining us here as well, popping on here uh, as making a small visit um, via Skype here. 
but um, but what would, would they do? Let me ask you this: What would would they do that? It hit Stamkos. Um, it hit Stamkos. That should be a goal. No, They're still no, reviewing the call. Okay. All right. All right. All right. JD, tell me. Wait. Hold off for just a minute, right? And I know you're itching to say more, but hold off on that for a minute. And Joel, let me pose this to you as an addendum to that last question. But this coming Monday with Memorial Day, of course, they're talking. They've been hyping this for the last two weeks that Cena is supposed to be returning. Are you, in your personal opinion, that's all I ask, are you expecting a pop similar to what they gave Rollins to, for Cena? Yes, he will get a good pop. But, I mean, do you think he'll get more more che- boos and cheers, or do you think he'll be like 50-50? Well, you know what? He'll get a good pop when he comes out, but when he starts talking, he'll probably get booze. That's great. That I would not be surprised. Yeah. Because I'm sure... I, I, I bet you one bet uh, they've been waiting a long time to boo him. I mean, they haven't booed him in four months. So, yeah, that's a very good point. Gerard, again... Well, they're too busy much. booing uh, Roman. They need somebody else to boo. So that's right. Yeah, they're booing Roman. Right? <laughs> they need another stool pigeon, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the Penguins are in the final. Two to one. It's now official. So, so San Jose and Pittsburgh in the championship. Well, well... well I guess, guys, the radio network will have to get behind the Pittsburgh Penguins here in light of our well, our big man right here, JD. So, okay, thank you very much. Okay, uh, now so JD, as they say on Saturday Night Live, sit the band now. <laughs> I am now. I'm calm. I won't be happy for a few days at least. Sit the band now. Thank you. Very good. Hey, JD. Hey, and how's it going? Uh, uh, you can tell JD's kind of happy. JD's kind of happy here. And, happy uh, and excited, to say the uh, least. The <laughs> NHL Finals. To try to win the Stanley Cup. So his team. Four uh, games to go. Four games to go. Yeah, they meet the San Jose. San Jose the Sharks. Yes, it is. San Jose Sharks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll be right John, back, guys. Okay. Right. And John, Gerard, John has given you some advice to give JD some beers. JD can get his own damn beers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> yeah, JD, hey, JD can get me a beer. What the hell? Yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, you can get the second in charge of beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, but, but John, John, good idea, though, John. That's All right, I'm idea. back. <laughs> That's a good idea, though, John. That's not bad. Okay. Hey, John. Hello. Gerard, answer hi to you as well. Hello, Ann. Hey. And John says hi to you as well for the chat box. Yes, I have. He asked about coming on. Who else is talking to my lady besides me? I mean, good Lord of mine. Is this a fan, is this an Ann fan fest here? Hey, hey, hey. 
Okay, never mind. I'm joking. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We're just having a good old time here tonight. Thank you, thank you. I wanted to surprise you. Well, I appreciate the surprise. I I do think I do I do thank you very much. here. John has asked a request here. Um, and of course, I will go to my right-hand man, Gerard, to ask this question. We'll go to a tad bit of overtime here. We will each do just this one apiece, a fantasy matchup, Gerard. Is that all right for you before we go off the air this evening to get that out? I'll get that in. Well, let me think about it. And I say, yes, we should. Okay. All right. And, well, what do you know? The infamous WCW Wheel of... Wheel of... Uh, Stanley. <laughs> well, Stanley Wheel of Pain. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and uh, Bobby had... To, and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, had to leave us here tonight. Uh, Bob, thank you very much. And, and ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler... <laughs> Definitely keep him and his family in your thoughts and prayers as tomorrow afternoon at one o'clock he and his he and his father is leaving to meet up with some more family down in South Carolina and then from there they are leaving to go to Indianapolis to go see the world famous Indianapolis five hundred. So a Memorial Day tradition. So definitely keep them in the thoughts and prayers as they're up there looking at that race. So he's probably going to go get some rest as well. And and J.D., John is giving you a congrats, bud, on the... On the uh, John, thank and, you, but you know what? Our mission ain't complete yet. We still got four games to go, but you know what, though? I, I tip my cap to Tampa Bay, though. I mean, they came to play this year. I mean, the Penguins all season long, I mean... Like I said, uh, six almost two and a half months ago, they were two games above 500, and since then they've just taken off like a rocket. I mean, they beat the Caps, they beat the Rangers, they beat Tampa Bay, three good quality teams. Even though at times they're two big guns, Crosby and Malkin, however, were hurting, however, throughout the series, how Crosby started to get together late in this series. Are like I said, hopefully now it'll be a great series with San Jose, and we can have a parade here. And if not. It was a good season endless, but I think the Penguins are on a mission right now. They want to win that Stanley Cup again. And they got Crosby out there right now, which is so this is just awesome. This is a great night in Pittsburgh, shall we say. And, and J D John actually just now said uh said to you that because he knows that you're going to call him about it, boasting and bragging. I'm not bragging, I'm just saying it's a good series. I'm gonna be bragging if we can win the cup. I'm saying right now, it just feels good. We got the conference championship now. We're not done with our biggest mission yet. Yet, being Lord Stanley. I see. Okay. Well, like I said, I mean, it's going to be pretty interesting to see that San Jose. And like I said, we'll definitely you know, be talking more about it in detail outside the reps next week. Of course, the finals, like I said, stand the San Jose Sharks and Pittsburgh Penguins and then in the NHL finals. Okay. The WCW Wheel, uh, Wheel of Wheel of Fun, as I now like to call it, has made her way back down here. 
and and she has popped up with the following names. Uh, she's got my name. Uh, she's got Gerard. She's got JD. Uh, Bobby's name disappeared because Bobby left. Uh, so it's myself, Gerard, JD, uh, John, and Ann. So John and Ann, be thinking of a fancy method that you might want to do. And when it comes your turn, I will let you know. We'll just do it that way to be fair to everybody. So I won't point out to a person. The wheel will make the decision. They won't be thinking of one. Like I said, the sky's the limit. Whatever you want to come up with is fine. Okay, here we go, guys. Here comes that infamous sound. Y'all love my my, my infamous sound here. And the first one is JD. Ooh, okay. Mr. Penguin is going to start calling. Mr. Penguin is definitely uh, ready to take it to the extreme limit. And here we go. We're going to go. Let's see here. Okay. We're going to go. Since I did War Games last night, we're going to stick with War Games, however. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to do the War Games in diva form. Mine. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm going to do a little twist here on you boys tonight and girls. The five-on-five divas affair will go with. Let's see here. We can, we'll throw old and new school into this. Our first team... The old school team will consist of Trish Stratus, Moolah, Lita, uh, let's see, Wendy Richter, and let's say Sherry Martell versus Bailey, Paige, Becky. Uh, we'll throw a new girl, old school girl in there, Beth Phoenix. And for number five, we'll go with Tori Wilson. Oh, so probably old school versus new school divas in a war games match. So apparently what we're seeing here is, of course, the old style of the two matches and style, two rings, excuse me, Inside of a steel cage, really. Um, oh, boy, let the boobies hit the cage. Oh, boy, can they get the... More like, uh, it's, it's uh, going to be so physical. I'll put you on the spot, buddy. Yeah, you're like, let the boobies hit the cage. <laughs> okay. Your match, J.D., your you <sighs> You know what? It's going to be a great match, but I'm going to go with the old school divas here. Old School Divas, uh, Gerard, your thoughts here? Old School Divas versus New School Divas inside the War Games page. The Old School Divas. Okay. John, your thoughts here? Old School versus New School Divas inside War Games. If I get his answer and your thoughts, Old School versus... Okay. And... John saying that, and I will say that as well. So the old school divas, uh, I'm going I'm to bite my tongue for saying this, are able to get it all one more time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
All right. I got that out of the way. JD, great match here. Thank you very much. So your name is removed from the list, JD. So you bet you still get to choose a winner for everyone else's matches. So now it's down to Gerard, John, myself, and Ann. So here we go. The next one is Ann. <laughs> you know the rules here. You heard what I just said. Oh. Any match, any anything you will keep come up with, like that fantasy matchup, you know how that works. You know how we do it. That's a shot of one that you never that you thought you would ever, you would never get to see at all. Hmm. Well, I have to do a single yeah, no another cage match. Okay, that's fine. Whatever well, match top match you want to do. Uh, this one will put Diamond Dallas Page Mm. versus Dane. Inside of a cage this time, which I don't think I don't think they ever face each other in a cage, but that would be interesting to see. Uh, and you made the match; you get to choose first. DDP Sting inside the steel cage. I'd have to go with the Sting or Splash for the win. Won't say Sting. Uh, Gerard DDP versus Sting inside of a steel cage. Sting. I'll go with Sting. JD, DDP versus Sting inside of the cage. Two of my faves, two great guys, but you know what? It's all about Stinger, baby. Okay. John, your take, DDP versus Sting, steel cage. While he pops up, I'll go ahead and say that definitely, of course, the man who was just inducted this year into the Hall of Fame, the one and the only Sting. And Johnson says that as well. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. Did Rick Flair induct Sting this year? To the Hall of Fame? What's that? Did Rick Flair induct Sting to the Hall yes, of Fame? Yes, 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 this year. Mm-hmm. That's, what I thought. I wanted, that's what I thought. I wanted to make sure. Okay, okay. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> uh, thank you very much, Ann. Great match. I said great match. But like I said, I don't even I don't think I know they faced each other before. But I don't think they ever faced each other inside of a cage. Good, good, good concept. Very good concept. So now it's down to myself, Gerard, and John. So let's see who else we have here. Let's see as the wheel spins one more time. Hey, stop that. And next up is Gerardo. You are up for another match, my man. Alrighty then. Let's uh, 
do this. Um, Let's do an epic eight-man tag team. We will have the first team heel, of course. We're going to have... We're going to have Kevin Owens. We're going to have Edge. We're going to have We're going to have uh, Christian, Christian, and we're going to have Sammy Zane. Three count and tank Abbott. (laughs) Oh, wow. Epic match here. Epic match. Gerard, your match, you get to choose first, man. Who do you think? I'm going to go with my version of Team Canada. There you go. Uh, JD, your thoughts here on uh, Gerard's big time match here? JD said he'd be right back. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Anne also had to uh, had to go, but we thank her for popping on here tonight. Uh, I've definitely, and uh, John, your thoughts here while I get your take on this match. I'll go ahead and okay. say. Uh, Sorry about that, guys. Uh, uh, John says Team Canada will pull the win off in that. Uh, I'll definitely say the same thing too. And uh, and uh, I don't know, JD, if you heard I'm back. Gerard. Okay, I don't know if you heard Gerard's match or not. He was the next one chosen. Um, but um, Gerard, did you did you need to repeat the the match to JD? Team Canada, which consists of Kevin Owens, Edge, Sami Zayn. Who's my last one? 
Yeah, the one. Yeah, the. Uh, oh gosh, I'm trying. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to remember what that one was. Oh man! Oh Lord! Forgive me, Gerard. I'm trying to remember who who was all who, who everyone was on your on your team. Uh, John, do you remember who was all on? Um, okay, John. Okay, John said Team Canada was Kevin Owens, Edge, Christian, and Sami Zayn. Okay, is that right? Is that right, Gerard? Yeah, that's right. Okay, and who were the opponents, John? Do you remember what Gerard said? Yeah, I do. Uh, three oh, counts okay. and Tank Abbott. That's right. So Tank okay. Abbott and who were the others? Three counts. Three counts. Oh, this is totally a mismatch in every sense of the word. Tank Abbott's going to lay out three count because they're going to be nothing but chicken feed money for them, however. And so in the end, however, you're going to see them basically uh, being taken out by Team Canada. Like I was to say the same thing as well. Uh, J.D., I did report the last kicker in the Rockenbach did also have to leave here as well. Uh, so, uh, so she's with us for the night. We thank, we, I thank her uh, for coming on. So now, guys, it is down to two more. It's just down to me and John. So, Gerard, excellent, epic match up here, guys. Thank you very much. So, let's – and, uh, John, rather than – the wheel has left us, so I cannot spin the wheel anymore. However, it left me a message saying flip a coin. So, John, call it heads or tails. You're saying heads, yeah? It is heads. You call out your match. And actually, he already has one up, guys. And boy, does he have one. He has The Rock versus Kevin Owens. Hmm. are your thoughts on John's match, The Rock versus KO. Right on. J.D., your thoughts, The Rock versus K.O.? K.O.'s going to lay out The Rock, I feel. John, your thoughts on your match here, Rock versus K.O.? Oh, Lord, he... Oh, I think I know who he's going with, but this is the way he said it. If you smell what the pop-up powerbomb is cooking... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to say K.O. here. But I, th- I, think, I think K.O. I think we'll get one up on The Rock in this as well, so... And I guess it comes down to me, so I guess I'll get to come up here with, uh, uh, hmm. let's see here. Let's make it an interesting one here. John says he's still a Rock fan, but KO in his time would get 
would get the huge upset over the rock. Hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so thank you, John, for your match as well. Uh, my final match here would be Oh, crap. Um, tough call here. I'm going to say... This is going to be a... Okay, I think I did this one before, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give it another... I'm going to give this another, uh, another try. Might get a different answer this time. I don't know. The 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 uh, the winner of this winner of this, of this match can if this is this is uh, of course a triple threat uh, dance match and of course this is three three superstars who, uh, who 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 believe they can dance I'm sure everyone knows several superstar wrestlers who can so anyway here 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 are the three here are the three. And you'll be surprised as to who I've chosen here. You've got the Honky Tall Man versus the Disco Inferno versus Fandango. And the winner gets to dance all they want. And the losers cannot. Gerard, your thoughts for who we pull the win off? Honky Tonk Man. JD, your thoughts here? Fandango versus who again? Hockey Top Man versus Disco Inferno. The greatest IC champion of all time. Left, all time, however. HTM, Honky Tonk Man, huh? Yeah. John, your take here? Uh, Honky Tonk Man versus uh, Disco Inferno versus Fandango. John's also saying honky tonk, and I'm definitely going to say that as well. So honky tonk man, uh, he's he's cool, he's cocky, and yes, he's blah 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 blah. Bad. <clears throat> I love that. Song. I love his song, his theme music. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, here, uh, gentlemen, for the hand fancy matchups here. As you close out episode number forty-eight of NWA crap of NWA Wolfpack here tonight, a little tongue tied here tonight. <laughs> Uh, of course, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. We'll definitely want to thank tonight King Ice, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, and his partner, the Iceman JD Jeremy Girolamo. Also, want to thank <clears throat> for for coming on tonight here as well, uh, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, who came on here earlier, as well as of course uh, the lowdown uh, himself, Kendrick Smith, and excuse me, also the last speaker, Henry Rockenbach, for popping on. Uh, <clears throat> I def- definitely want to thank them uh, for uh, throwing out their thoughts and opinions on uh, some different top topics we talked about here tonight. Good thoughts and opinions on everything that we talked about tonight. You know, just general things, but sure, I, I love to get your, I always love to get everyone's opinions about different things. So I do appreciate that, guys. Uh, be sure tomorrow night, of course, to join us for our Friday edition of Revolution. Of course, more uh, wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Uh, and then, of course, uh, 
Who knows what else? More fantasy matchups, more general wrestling discussion. Uh, who else? Who knows what else we'll end up doing? Uh, so definitely uh, keep 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 uh, stay tuned for that, and be sure to listen to all of our past shows in the radio network, of course, on WWS Radio Archives. Of course, Big News and Gregory Kramer will be keep, will of course be posting uh, this episode uh, with all our all of our others here pretty soon. Uh, of course, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Radio History. If you want to pop, if you want to listen to any of our uh, past episodes, and uh, <clears throat> other, of course, Revolution Wolfpack, um, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, Raw Radio, Attitude Radio, uh, In the Outlook. Of course, our two newer shows, Power Hour and Outside the Ropes. Of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, In the Out, uh, just In the Outlook. Uh, of course, uh, um, and of course, uh, also my promotions for each of our shows as well. Uh, be sure to listen to those as. Be sure to listen to, to anything on here as well uh, as we continue to move on forward over on here for the past year here. We're going to continue to stay strong. Uh, on that note here, uh, King Ice, if you will remain on after the show, I just wanted to I need to mention a couple of quick things before you leave the air. I know it's a little bit late, but I want to mention something before you go. So just stay on after the show's over. Uh <clears throat> Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me here tonight, and be sure to join us, like I said, tomorrow evening for for episode number 48 of NWO Wolfpack. I'm sorry, for episode number uh, 167. I believe, number 167 of Revolution. Excuse me, this was this was number episode number 48 of Wolfpack. I'm sorry, I'm getting I'm going behind and forward at the same time. That's not good. Uh, yes, and of course, like I said, we this has been a podcast of the WWS Radio Network. But we're one year older, but we continue to stay bolder. The CBS Radio Network continues to be your wrestling connection. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Join, join, join me tonight. And, our, and, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here tonight. Take care. See you in your ring. And as always, here in the radio network, take care and God bless. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.